So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. Folks, what we're going to be talking about today is um, something that is, like I've been saying for the last well, for the last five years, we've been on this damn show, is that people hire you um, not for what you do, but for how you do it. The real estate license, the lending license, whatever the hell you have in your pocket is your legal right to make money selling real estate. But that's not ultimately why people hire you because the license just gives you the legal right to print money by or selling real estate. It does not actually get people to, oh, you're the best because you just have a license. The truth is, is that people hire you for how you do things, not what you do. In the branding world, they remember how you do things, not necessarily what you do. And if you don't believe me, go ahead and log on to Facebook and write down how many of your past friends, family, or clients members have bought or sold a house without you this year because they forgot that you were in real estate. So what we're going to be talking about today is branding, but more so in presentation. And what I mean by branding and presentation, I want you guys to really think about what, um, why people even hire you in the first place. And it's usually um, to solve a, a problem that they have regarding uh, or relating to their house. So that impression that you make, especially in a virtual world with COVID and all this other stuff, is actually really, really important. And the first impression does make a big difference. So what we're going to be chatting about today is um, we're bringing on somebody that has uh, knows all about pre- presentations, not only from experience as an agent and himself in a very high competitive environment of San Francisco in the middle of the tech world in Silicon Valley and all that stuff. I'm sure it's going to have a play a role into what we're going to talk about today. But um, he's been there, done it, and uh, he's ended up developing a software that sort of helps battle back all the issues he faced as an agent. So without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome our guest, Mr. Mark Choi, to the to the show here. What's up, buddy? How's it going? Nice to meet you. Glad to be here. Thank you. Why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about whom you are, a little brief background, what you do, and then uh, let's get right on into this. Yeah, you know, I was um, a real estate agent um, from 2005 onward, and I got into it by accident. I was a techie, right? I I had did a master's in electrical computer engineering and I said, oh, you know what? Let me try real estate investing. Um, befriended my agent. Um, he told me I should be an agent and the rest is history. I became an agent. I became the number two condo agent in San Francisco. I could never beat the number one guy. He was always selling uh, properties that were three times the sales price of mine, but I'll take number two any day. We did about 40, at my peak, I did about maybe 50 million a year that was back in um, 2012, 13. We built a brokerage called Climb Real Estate around um, around our businesses. Grew it to about 100 agents. We did about a billion in sales a year, um, and we sold the brand. Um, we built the brand up and sold it to Realogy, um, and they were going to franchise the brand nationwide to tackle um, millennials, tech forward company, a uh, people. Yeah. Um, and the urban core. Um, totally. So we built our reputation on marketing and tech. And so that's what I'm good at. I'm good at the blending of the two and how to use tech in real estate. Um, after we sold to Realogy, I started this company to deal with a tackle with a problem that agents have every single day. 
And that's how do you impress and convert the lead that comes in? And the lead may know you, may not know you. Either way, you need to impress them and um, you need to get the deal. And so we built some great software that allows an agent to build on the fly impressive presentations that works the way agents work and deliver it in one link, um, impress the, the reader and get analytics. You get analytics as to what they're reading, when, how long, how many times they've opened it. Um, and it just, uh, agents are calling it the ultimate door opener. Um, because again, it's all about, as you know, it's all about first impressions. Your lead, yep. that lead that you receive from that seller is being shopped multiple times, two or three times over. So how do you um, stand out against the competition? As an agent, um, how much of your business was coming from lead generation as opposed to like direct conversion um, in uh, all of that? Yeah, I think it oh, depended oh, oh, upon- um, as opposed oh, to right. fear of influence, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it depends upon like uh, when it was in my career. Obviously, in the beginning, it was all lead gen and open yeah. houses and things. And then as you your business matured over time and you develop your reputation, you know, you don't even deal with leads. And um, they just come to you and call you and they want you to work with them. Um, then that's when you could build a team because you yeah. use the, the teammates to handle the leads, the new leads that come because you don't have time anymore to deal with new leads. So I think to answer your question in the beginning, it was all about lead conversion. And as it grew, as people, as your reputation developed and as you start getting listing, just because they know who you are already ahead of time, then it became less about that, but and you're still very important. Market. because it's, Like you're Silicon Valley. It was a high-end market. Yeah, it was a high-end market. Yeah, I mean, our average sale. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, and, and you're always trying to get to the next level, right? Like back then the average sale was 800 K you know, today a one bedroom sells for about 800, 900,000. Um, but you know, even if you're, if you're crushing it at some price point, you're always trying to get to the higher price point. You're always trying to get to the $3 million sale, the $5 million sale, the $10 million sale. And you still need to always make a great impression to that sale because they don't know who you are. You know, if you're trying to get into another price category. So that's why we built this software. And it's been, it's been uh, gangbusters at this point. So when did you find the need for the design um, part of stuff? Like if you, obviously you guys built a seller, but our software around it, uh, we'll come back to that. But what did you, um, why did you see such a need for design and tech? Because um, I mean, my guess is look at like the stuffy real estate industry right now. And the truth is guys that nobody's like, like you have to justify your commissions more than ever because every big tech company out there is trying to cut them from underneath you and they're going to continue and commission compression is a for real thing. It's a legitimate thing and it's going to happen. So more than ever, you have to earn it and simply just putting the damn listing sign and fucking listing it on the MLS doesn't quite do it anymore, guys. You have to do more to earn it. And people are going to hire you based upon the, how you make them feel overall. Exactly. So I want to go through overall why um, you came to this and what sort of, um, yeah, when you came through. When did you start realizing like that people are like, like, holy shit, if my presentation was this, I was closing more at this. And I want to get into those numbers and why that matters. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, real estate more than any other profession, I think any other sales profession requires this marketing spark and you need to look good. Your stuff needs to look good. And 
Why? Because you're selling someone's home and they, when you're selling their home, they want to see that all of the materials that you're going to use are top notch and because it presents their home in a good light. Now, a, a sales agent, an individual usually does not have a marketing background, usually, right? And so you just know what good marketing looks like. You can't produce it and everyone wants to produce it, right? Um, so that's what a brokerage is for in the marketing team. The problem is, is that the marketing team at the brokerage can't usually produce it fast enough. So you'll give them something, you're like, hey, I need this design, I got this big listing in La Jolla, it's a, it's a $3 million home and I gotta knock it out of the park. You know, they can't turn it around in an hour. They need 24 hours. And by that time it is too late. So you need to have stuff turned around quickly, beautifully, because it needs to stand out. It needs to be beautiful. It needs to be differentiated. It needs to be like, wow, I want to work with that agent. And why does it need to be beautiful? Because the seller or the buyer, they're emotional. And it's really about tugging at the emotions of that buyer and seller because they're not just buying, you know, anything off the street. They're buying their home, right? Their right. home is like, or they're selling their home. It's like the most important asset to 99% of this population. So it needs to be something where they feel trust and confidence in you, in your marketing services and sales services to bring it home. And that makes sense. yeah, and you know, it's, it's this weird combination of sales, marketing, tech, you know, and, and expertise. You got to be a lawyer sometimes too, even though you're not supposed to be, but well, most agents, quite frankly, just have no idea what, what marketing is. Um, and uh, most people aren't in marketing. I mean, well, that's part of the issue with our industry and why companies like Zillow are eating their lunch right now is because like, you're not marketers. Most of you aren't, but like, what the hell are people really hiring you for? If you're not like, I'm not hiring a real estate agent to sell my house. I'm hiring someone to market my house to get me top dollar. And that positioning has totally changed folks in the last five to 10 years, more so than in the last 100, because they, you have to justify more today than what you just put on the MLS and put a sign yard, especially in this market. Um, I'm seeing across the country, um, people are asking, even right here, I just heard a story last night um, about, you know, people walking into listing presentations and like, Hey, the market's on fire. Like all we got to do is put it on the MLS and you're going to get eight offers. So like, is that really because you're a good agent or is it just because of market conditions? It's because of market conditions. All right. We all know all you gotta do is list a house right now at this given time, put it on the market. You're going to sell it. It doesn't mean you're a good agent. It just means you had a closer relationship to the seller than the next agent. So what's really happening is that people are actually cutting your commissions though for that. And rightfully so. Like if I'm selling a, how much is 1% on a $2 million sales price in your market? 20 grand. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Like I'll, yeah. I'll save 20 grand just by you popping a sign to yard. So folks, what I'm getting at is that you have to earn um, your commission. And sometimes it's having presentations. Other times it's adding video into listings. Other times it's running Google ads, YouTube ads, Facebook ads. It's doing the shit that no one else is doing that justifies more eyeballs and more attention on the property to actually get them highest and best uh, price. And people don't care. I, I don't think people um, are really gauging commission for any other reason, then there's simply lack of value out there. That's it. Um, people only justify price or question price when lack of value is present. So um, what did you see in your in that shift? Because 
now we're in a really high, really easy listing environment. Barry sucks to be a buyer's agent right now. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's, it's, uh, it's tough to be a buyer's agent, but it, it comes and goes, right? The waves, it's going to be tough to be a, a listing agent eventually too. And it, it always comes back and forth. So you just got to play with the, go with the wave, um, you know, ride it when it's high. And when it's, when it's quiet, you need to uh, figure out how to catch the next wave. But I will tell you, you know, you said something really important there. Um, you know, getting in an MLS and getting 10 offers is no problem. Anyone can do that. So the question is, how do you win the listing to begin with? Yeah. Right. How do you be the person, the chosen one? And that's why this tool has been taking off, especially in coronavirus times where you cannot, uh, you know, meet the seller in person as easily anymore. You need to wow them digitally and you need to wow them online. Right. Um, even sending the book in, uh, you know, printing out a presentation and sending it is not going to do it anymore. And no, uh, no one wants to touch your book. <laughs> you guys are printing out presentations still. Um, yeah. Day and age, like you guys, are, like, what are you doing? Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nobody, it's nobody's looking at anything that's print out. Even if you leave something behind, most people don't want it even. They don't even want it. They want you to take it. They have to. They have to go recycle it. They have to. They don't want to do with it. So do you, you really need... think like Josh Altman has gets interviewed? Do you think Josh Altman shows up with the listing presentation to his presentations? <laughs> no, he's hired before he ever shows up, folks. And a yep. lot of it is all brand. Uh, is really what we're talking about. Is you're hiring off a of brand, whether you have a high note labs listing system or presentation tool, or you just have the street cred and years of testimonials to do it. Brand is fucking everything. Yep. And it's all we have left at the end of the day with this, with our jobs. Right. <laughs> it's all people and, are hiring and, right now. And, and what we found also is that even if you had the brand, um, sending it with an email full of attachments and links is not going to do it anymore either because it's a terrible experience for the reader. So what, what our product does is it ingests everything that you have and then you send one link. That one link opens it up into a presentation view um, and it just makes it so easy for the reader to digest and read and understand. We've had so many comments where the sellers or the buyers have chosen the agent because it was so much easier to understand the value proposition that this agent provides. And here's the other thing. You could be with a, a brokerage um, that provides a lot or provides a little. Um, either way, you're providing, you're doing maybe 15, 16 different things that you need to convey to that seller. Let's just pick the seller for now. Um, the seller that you do, you do this video, you do this walkthrough, you do this drone thing, you do this floor plan thing, you do these professional photos, you have these websites, you syndicate here, you have this email reach, you have a networking reach, you do the MLS, you do all this stuff that you need to convey. And how do you convey that? That's the hard part, right? And you know, that's why you need the in-person, but you need to also be called to get the in-person meeting. Yep. And then at that point you could wow them, but you know, like um, some of our customers tell us they have 15, 16 different things their brokerage provides and put, they can't put that all in a link. They can't put that all in like 15 attachments or one 50 page PDF that tells about everything. Cause no one reads that. Right. So and even if they see? did read it, what do you was that? Show? What do people want to see? Oh, it's interesting. So we did a study and we haven't published this study yet, but we'll talk about the um, preliminary findings. But we did a study. We looked at all the presentations that went through our system anonymously in 
in like the month of October, November of last year. And we found that the, what they want to see is different, obviously, for the buyer agent. It is for the seller agent. For the buyer agent, they spent a lot of time on the about agent page. They spend the great majority of the time on the about an agent page. And the buyer presentation looks like this. About me, here's what I do for you. About my brokerage, here's how you find properties online. Here are my reviews. Here's what a contract is. Here's the market conditions. All these and here are the neighborhoods in, in the area, you know. They spend most of their time on the about an agent page. So what does that tell you? You need to make this page look amazing. You need to make this thing pop. You need to be very informative in there. Um, so that's one thing. Now the seller page is complicated. The sellers, right? Um, now imagine this, a listing presentation looks like this. Oh, this is about me. Here's the brokerage, here's my team. Um, here are the services that I, we do for your to sell a property. Um, we do this photography. We just do this service. We have this walkthrough. We syndicate here. All this stuff we do. And here are samples of what I've done in the past. And so here's like uh, this home in La Jolla. Here's another home in the Gaslight District. Here's another home here. Um, and these are these are all the things I've sold in the past. The sellers, they look at these sections the most the seller capabilities like what do you do what do you do to market my home and get it um, get the most eyeballs on it and then they look at the samples they look at samples of things like okay this is how your home this is what we've done in the past and so they look at that a lot they also look at about an agent they also look at the listing agreement because we we advise people to send the listing agreement in too because if why if they're looking at this contract document, uh, the seven pager, I think it's the CAR one, the car one is seven pages. Um, you could tell that they're opening it. We give you analytics and they say, hey, they're reading this. They're spending like uh, 20 minutes on this page. If they're reading the listing agreement, what does that tell you? That you're well, close. You're right? right on the about page, uh, folks. And uh, like people aren't going to your website to see what you're doing to see if they like you. Um, to see if they trust you, to see if they can um, picture themselves getting a car with you if you're, be, if you're a buyer's agent. That's why they're going to your damn about page. They're not going to your website to look for properties for sales. They're going to a place called Zillow for that, realtor.com and a bunch of other things. The content on your website and the way that you demonstrate it is where conversion actually takes place. That's it's right. Not, it's it's um, any other yeah. way. It's trust. You know, they, they want to see if they could trust you. And um, that's the only reason why they need an agent today is because it's trust. They don't, they've never been through the process before, uh, or even if they have, they still need someone that they can trust to do the job. Um, you know, but it's interesting. So, so back to the study, the sellers um, would look at the, the samples page. They would look at your capabilities. Um, those were the two things that stood out. We're going to be publishing this report and really get more details, but um, you know, to answer your question that those are the major things. So you got to show great marketing. You got to explain um, your capabilities really well. With all of our clients, we tell them always too, is like, there's all different types of videos that we'll create for people, but different videos have different pros and cons to it. And folks like he's exactly right. Like the worst, the worst bit of marketing you can do is just listed, just sold personally. I think on, on social media, the best thing you could do is a case study about what was just listed and just sold and tell the story of the person you just served because people will follow it and consume it and talks cheap. Everybody could, I could go on my website right now and write 10 testimonials for you and I could just make them up. Um, you know, but when somebody else says something about your business, that's the most powerful form of marketing that you can ever have with it. 
and people are looking for case studies because they want to see what the hell your involvement did that justified your 6% commission. It's a lot easier for me to sell through story than it is for me not to just, and just a straight up sell. And there's a, uh, when you're looking at content creation and all of this, let me ask you a question. Is that how many of these, is anyone creating case studies out of these online presentations and are they utilizing that for additional lead gen down the road? And can you multi-purpose these different case studies for people and uh, use these as marketing pieces down the road? Yeah, so if that's what people will watch. HGTV does it every damn day. Yeah, absolutely. And you said it, you, you really nailed it. I mean, look, you could put a hundred just listed or just sold but you really should add the case study because the case study is a story, right? You're telling a story of what you did with this home, what exactly happened and, you know, why you brought value to the whole process. And it's another way to, to reach them in a way that is more than just numbers, right? Um, some, some sellers will be like, okay, I just want to work with the top dog in my area. So how many sales do you have? Great, you have 50 in my area. Great, this other guy's got 30. You must be the better guy. But not really, you know, you're not always gonna be top dog, right? No. And so you need to kind of bring the emotion to it. And that's where you do with the case study. You know, well, you think it's, it's you know, it's, it's all a, about emotion. Let's go through a hypothetical that happens every day. Um, every year I used to lose one or two listings to Aunt Susie, the realtor who just got her damn license or little cousin Billy who just got licensed. And I would lose a big deal, $800,000 million deal. And the question is, is why did I lose the deal? Well, I lost the deal because Billy has a stronger relationship with the seller at that point than I do. And they suddenly thought that he provided the same level of service. Now you and I both know that's a bunch of bullshit, but um, the clients don't. Now brand might overcome that in a lot of cases. Case studies, if I'm constantly doing case studies two years in a row and these people are seeing that and I'm constantly proving myself, demonstrating my work, I have a lot higher you know, probability in the future where little cousin Billy doesn't even get the damn call anymore because they realize the difference. And again, it goes down to brand, it goes into content creation, and it goes into just constantly staying in front of people with what it is that, that you're doing, but not in an overburdening way. Yeah, um, You can't sell too hard, folks, uh, when you do your... I think you're, you're SOL. Um, but that's just my opinion. What are your thoughts on that, Mark? Yeah. You know, you, you, you need to, you know, I'm th I always take it to a higher level. Like, okay, what are we, what are we really trying to tell people is that you need to sell on multiple levels. You need to have the sales record. You need to explain how are you going to do things? You need to show them, you need to do a video, you need to talk about a case study. You need to tell a story, the more dimensions you have in your sales process and marketing process, the more likely you're going to win. And I look at it as like, it's another fishing rod. Totally. You know, the, the Eskimo that, that gets the most fish uh, is going to have a fishing rod in like 15 different ponds. And each of these techniques is another fishing rod and a different way to reach people. And you got to kind of step it up. You can't be a one-dimensional agent. You need to hit it up on multiple levels. Your friends, your sphere of influence, leads, yep. you know, you got to go to networking events when those are back on. You need to have great sales. You need to be part of a great team. You need to be part of a great brokerage, all this stuff. And there's the, the other way is that we also found when we were running our brokerage is that there's no one right way. We had um, some guys that would just live in a building, in a, in a high-rise building, and just make all the sales like that, just because they lived there. That was me. I would make money by throwing out the trash 
in my building because I would run into sellers all the time. And I, that's the way I rolled. I, I said, I'm going to do all my sales in this one building. There are 650 units in the building. I can make a living off of this. And I dominated the sales. I did 30, 40% of the sales in the building. Um, that's all I did. And just by going Smart. to the gym, going to my car, whatever. And then there's other people that were doing other things. They were throwing big parties. They were showing up to their kids' birthdays. They were really, really making an emotional relationship touch. And um, but there were also top sales dogs and they would do farming. They would do online leads. You just need to bring it in all different angles and see what happens, see what mm -hmm. takes off. But the best agents have multiple angles. You have to have a multiple angle. Makes sense. Yep. Um, folks, uh, you guys should definitely, I'm checking out Mark's thing here. Um, you guys check it out. This is really, really does look pretty damn cool. And uh, like, I agree. I think this is a really cool um tool to have in your arsenal, uh, especially if you guys are looking at like presentation and brand, because um, ultimately that's what people hire you guys. And you need to, uh, most brokerages today aren't worth the paper that their agents hang the license with. They're just not yeah. ready to keep like in value wise. So it's just, you know, like folks, a lot of this time it's people are hiring your brokerage. They're hiring you 96% of the time. So don't over um, think it. Mark, why don't you go ahead and uh, take the floor here. Tell them how they can find you um where you're at and uh, go ahead and close that thought up yeah absolutely uh again mark um you can find me at mark at highnote.io and look there's a wait list and it just blew up over the weekend we were at 200 something agent wait list um last week now it's at 800 um so here's what we're going to offer for you guys on this show you mentioned that you heard this uh high note on this show and we'll get you to skip the wait list so you just put it in the comments when you sign up and we'll get you all the listeners to skip the wait list. We'll prioritize you guys, but it's at markethighnote.io. Um, reach out to me if you have questions. We have a sales team, um, customer success. And, and our job is not to sell you software. It's to get you to win a deal. Agents that are on this platform win more deals, period. More listings, more buyers and offers. They're using it to send offers. Why? Because it makes their offer stand out. And they get analytics, they see who's reading the offer, how often they're reading it, they see if they're in the running. Um, so agents are using it for many, many different reasons. But check it out, highnote.io. Reach out to us if you have questions. And we can't wait to have you aboard. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate that. Folks, thank you for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. You guys know where to find us. Subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. Follow us on uh, Instagram and on Facebook and now TikTok. So appreciate you guys listening. Uh, share the episode, tell your friends about it and come back for more. If you guys have any help you need with any of our branding video side, basically we will get you on video and know it's not hard. Anyone from 40 year olds to 75 year old grandpas are shooting videos on their damn cell phones and sticking out like a sore thumb in their markets and attracting and winning business on a daily basis. If you'd like to learn more about how that works, go ahead and visit me at realestatemarketingdude.com. That's realestatemarketingdude.com. Scroll around, and if not, I'll retarget you until we have a conversation. We appreciate you each and every day, and thanks for listening to another episode of the show, and we'll see you guys next time. See you later. Bye-bye.
Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.